Hello everyone and welcome to the Banter Roundtable podcast. This is your host, Ben Cohen. And I'm Bob Seska. And I'm Justin Rosario. The Banter Roundtable podcast is brought to you by the Banter Newsletter. We rely on our generous subscribers to keep going, so please support us by signing up for a Banter membership today. everybody and welcome to episode 53 of the Banter Roundtable podcast. Uh, I completely forgot that basically episode 53 means we've been doing it for more than a year now, right? So we've got a year, over a year's worth of Banter Roundtable podcasts. Wow. Uh, we didn't celebrate last week because um, I think we were all, I was, at least I was sick. Um, so <laughs> let's celebrate. Woo, woo. Yeah, 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 is, yeah, yeah. yeah. A year's worth of Banter podcast. Um, anyway, now we've got that over. We had a huge, huge week, right? This has been a, Absolutely insane week for American yeah. politics. I don't, like every week you think it can't get more nuts, it gets more nuts. Uh, just after we finished recording the podcast last week, Trump um, put out a what is it? Would you call it a tweet or a whatever it is on that shit social media? A truth. A truth. He put out yeah. a truth, right, that we should suspend the US Constitution because of some Hunter Biden dick pics. Um, basically, right, I'm, I'm trying to distill the story. Uh, this is so yes. Anyway, we have the former president saying we should suspend the constitution and have a redo of the twenty twenty election because of um, the Hunter Biden's laptop story. Uh, you know, terminate the constitution. Ter- terminate. Yeah, sorry, ter- terminate. I made the same mistake. I said suspend the constitution on Twitter, and everyone let me know that no, he said terminate the constitution, which is definitely different. Yes. So we have in more Trump related news, there's more classified documents found at Mar-a-Lago. We've got that to talk about. We've got Brittany Griner's release. That's very good news. Raphael Warnock wins the election, uh, Senate election in Georgia. That's fantastic news. We have our both sides segment. And then in the members only section, uh, members only podcast today, we're going to be doing a uh, bit of a, a dive, deep dive in the Twitter files. We've had Twitter files part two. We had Twitter files mm. part one and Twitter files part two. We covered this this week on the banter. Um, I wrote a big article on Matt Taibbi, Matt Taibbi's Twitter files dump. And then Barry Weiss just released another one as of recording this on. Uh, Such an accurate word for it. <laughs> Well, yeah. Dumb. yeah, so uh, accurate. So late Thursday night, Barry Weiss. Um, Barry, I mean, there's a lot to unpack here. There's there, there's a lot to unpack. We're going to go into that in depth into the in the members only section. But first of all, let's talk about um, Trump threatening to suspend the constitution. Sorry, terminate the constitution. Right. Um, this is what Trump tweeted on Friday, last Friday. He said, so with the revelation of massive and widespread fraud and deception, capital letters, in working closely with big tech companies, the DNC and the Democrat Party, do you throw what? Do you throw the presidential election result, results of 2022 out and declare the rightful winner? Or do you have a new election, all caps, a massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Our great founders did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections. So that was quite difficult to even read that. Uh, it, it's like he had a giant brain fart, and um, more so than usual, right? I think he's definitely losing his marbles, Trump. I think he's like, even for Trump, that was a, that was a garbled load of nonsense. But yeah. 
so this was about so he he truthed this out um in in uh, <clears throat> in response to the twitter files dump right the original twitter files dump the tyby twitter files dump that showed that twitter initially tried to suppress the hunter biden laptop story which which everybody knew anyway um so apparently this means that we now have to terminate the constitution because yeah, no, nothing wrong with that nothing fascist yes. about that Right. And and there's certainly mechanisms to do that. Right. As we've seen in past history, all the other times the Constitution has been suspended. Now, it doesn't yeah. happen that way. You just can't say what like someone just the the king of the Constitution gets up on a stage somewhere and holds up a scepter and says, I am now suspending the Constitution. We're doing a do-over with the 20. No, that doesn't happen, and it's impossible, and it'll never happen unless Donald Trump suddenly becomes president and decides to do it himself. But then that would require him becoming president, which is not going to happen. So I mean, not, just, not for it's nothing. Uh, the, it's, the, it's, the, you know what it is? This is just Donald Trump saying, hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm still here. I'm still a crazy person who wants attention. And yeah, the, pre the president Pru just tried that and he got arrested. For yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's how that worked out. Mm -hmm. So Right. But it, I mean, it does also go to this idea that um, because you know, there's the, the whole Twitter files thing, which we're going to go into in more detail later, but the whole Twitter files thing, the idea, the right believes that social media companies are packed full of elite, elitist liberals who are actively suppressing conservative voices, right? And that the DNC or whoever it was got Twitter to suppress this story uh, for political reasons, right? And if you look at the Twitter files, like Tyree published this whole thread on on his uh, twitter account and it doesn't show anything of the sort it shows that this was a very difficult decision that twitter executives made during a time when there was massive disinformation um being spread through social media most of which came from donald trump so <clears throat> you know this was a story that the new york post didn't want to touch this is a story that the wall street journal didn't want to touch so a lot of right-wing media outlets didn't want to go anywhere near this Hunter Biden laptop story because it had Russian disinformation, like it had the stench of Russian dis disinformation all over it, right? So, um, Right, and their standards are already like non-existent. So for them not to want to touch it. Right, 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 right. So, you know, and, and what, what you see from the kind of the correspondence that's going on between to be clear, the Biden campaign, not the Democratic Party, the Biden campaign, Joe Biden, who wasn't president, who was running a, who running a, running a campaign to become president. So he had nothing to do. He wasn't in the government. Uh, he didn't represent the government. He was simply um, the, the Biden campaign was emailing Twitter, was in contact with Twitter and saying, look, can you basically take the dick pics down of Hunter Biden? That's it. That's what that, that, that's the conspiracy theory. That's the giant suppression of information, right? Um, mm -hmm. So, and they're calling you know, right? You know, according to them, this threw the election to 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 Joe Biden. Like, no, it didn't. Uh, I think the fact that Trump, um, uh, Bob, as you alluded to before we got on, uh, or before we started recording, was that he killed basically four hundred thousand people on his watch. Didn't need to die yeah. because of his his. Um, 
complete ineptness and inability to run a country. Mm -hmm. The fact that he'd been impeached for trying to bribe a foreign uh, uh, government. Um, The fact that uh, he was, you know, uh, he lied on a daily basis about everything. Um, Trump was, without a doubt, the worst president in in history. There's no there's no comparison about how bad he was. He's just absolutely atrocious. He lost that election. He almost took down his entire administration with COVID by holding a super spreader event. Right, almost killed himself. Right, he almost took himself out. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, with, with, with yeah. Oh, missed opportunities. I mean, yeah, missed yeah, opportunities. Yeah, right. I mean, you remember all of that stuff. I, people see. People forget. People forget. I mean, it was like a lemming. This guy, uh, he lost that election all by himself. Right, he lost he, he, so many unforced errors, and there's always like this goes to the heart of Trumpism and the and the grievance culture. Right, mm-hmm. that <clears throat> there's always somebody else to blame. Um, for your own fuck ups, for your own losses, and this is no no different. This is absolutely no different whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, it's just the whole the whole thing. But the whole thing is ridiculous. And the 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 thing that's good. Well, I don't know if I want to say it's good, but the 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 heartening thing about Trump's declaration of war on uh, the Constitution is that he's gotten a lot of pushback from the like way more pushback from the Republican party than we've seen on almost anything else, which may be a reflection of that's a step too far or just a reflection of how weakened he is. And the fact that they have what they believe is a replacement in Ron DeSantis, because there's been an awful lot of pushback. Like a lot of them have come out and said, yeah, no, we're not doing that. And some of them have said, you know, a lot of them have done, they won't want to say his name, but I, I don't have the list of people in front of me. I should have gotten that prepared. Sorry. But there have been a few of them that have come out and said, yeah, Trump should not have said that. They've actually said it, his name, which they rarely do when criticizing something he said. They rarely actually call him out by name, but some of them have actually done it this time. A lot of them have just been mealy mouthed. It's like, well, you know, you know, uh, canceling the Constitution, terminating the Constitution, blah, 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 this and the other. But they've been really kind of clear that they are not on board and they're not just kind of like pretending la 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 I didn't hear it. There's been a huge amount of pushback enough where Trump had to turn around and said, Oh, I didn't say that. That's not what I meant, which, you know, it's like, come on, you, you, it's literally, you typed it out. We all saw it. But, um, so that's been interesting to see that, uh, he's, he's been in position. there's been a significant amount yeah, and I, I don't know whether this is, I think this is all, my personal feelings on this is that right now the GOP's got a bit more confidence in in, in uh, talking down to Trump or talking smack to Trump. They think that they've got some leverage over, over him, which they do for now. They, they, I, they absolutely do, right? And you are right that they are speaking out about him more and more and more. But I think history shows that they're a bunch of spineless cowards and they're going to say, when he becomes the nominee, if he becomes the nominee, if he doesn't get himself, oh yeah, they'll definitely jail. come crawling back and say, "Oh, we we sorry, we believe <clears throat> that we should terminate the constitution," just like you said, just like you said, right? Exactly. Uh, so, because I mean, look, look moving on to the, the the next story, right? This is this was in the Washington Post this week. Um, lawyers for Donald Trump found at least two items marked classified after an outside team hired by Trump searched a storage unit in West Palm Beach, Florida, used by the former president, according to people familiar with the matter. Those items were immediately turned over to the FBI, according to those people who, like others, spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss sensitive matters. 
The search was one of the last three searches for classified materials conducted by an outside team at Trump's properties in recent weeks. After Trump's legal team was pressed by a federal judge to attest that it had fully complied with the May grand jury subpoena to turn over all materials bearing classified markings, according to people familiar with the matter. Uh, so, yeah, no good. Not good. There's, this is just more and more um, evidence stacking up that this guy committed a very, very serious crime. Well, all right. So to be clear with this, this isn't stuff that he necessarily like the first batch of stuff is stuff that he took with intent. Yeah. This other stuff, this is like this storage unit is just shit that was packed away. Uh, from what I was understanding, no one's been there at all. Since it's been packed away. So it's not like he put it there and like, haha, I hit it there. It's just, no, that was just because he was just careless. When mm. this yeah, is but he had to he take just, it in the first place. I mean, no, it no, somehow yeah, made it. Mean. Yeah, like it had to have been in the residence or something or mm. maybe set us. I mean, he could have set it aside with other things that he wanted to keep. Mm. And GSA just packed it all up together. So in a sense, Donald Trump taking those documents started that chain that led to that West Palm Beach storage facility. No, so it absolutely. goes, it goes Trump's, uh, you know, the residence at the White House. Then it goes to Northern Virginia with God only knows Cash Patel and Stephen Miller and whatever transition away from Washington team they assembled. And then it goes to the West Palm Beach storage facility. <clears throat> right. This would been, but this would have been more. Oh, he was just being fucking careless as opposed to the other stuff, which he took with intent. Yeah. I mean, even if that were the case, too, uh, we're talking about very clear obstruction of justice at this point, because I think they're getting sick and tired. I think the uh, prosecutors are getting sick and tired of this. Certainly. Oh, yeah. They definitely weren't. They, they definitely didn't do what they said they would had done, which was check everywhere. Mm -hmm. So at this point, it's like, OK, now you, now we know you're full of shit because we're still finding stuff. Yeah. So at the very least, we're, we're talking about contempt and probably leading toward some sort of uh, further obstruction of justice. I mean, that, that's what it seems like to me. Yeah, it's just important that we keep the two things clear because, you know, people are going to see the headlines like, aha, he had more stuff hidden on purpose. Like, no, not exactly. But he wasn't looking. They were. Yeah, but it, 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 it kind of all. was on purpose because he took that shit because he thought it was his. It was the same. It, it wasn't maybe not the same process as the Mar-a-Lago documents, for example. Right, like but, he didn't take this stuff to sell it to Russia. Um, yeah, but it was just goes, an, well, an abbreviated. Yeah, it was it was the start of the process that he would normally do. Okay, yeah, I want to keep this. This is mine. I'm going to put this in my sock drawer. It, it does look, this is much more, it's looking far graver for Trump right now. And we, we talked about this last week. Oh, yeah, Trump, yeah, yeah. Trump had a very, very bad week last week. Um, and it's just getting, it's getting, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, the, the thing that Donald Trump hates the most is losing. And on Tuesday he lost twice, which uh -huh. is great. Lost yeah. So, New York city lost in Georgia. So look, Georgia, right. That's the next, you know, we, we, we can talk about that. Raphael Warnock beats Herschel Walker in the Georgia runoff, which is, I mean, it, it's kind of Vampires sad. beat werewolves. Right. <laughs> It's kind of sad that it had to get to that, right? It's kind of sad that it had to be. I'm still amazed that somebody like Herschel Walker can get that far, right? I mean, it is it is astonishing that, yeah, that Herschel yeah. Walker can get that far. Well, you know, it just it shows the superficiality of Republican voters. They'll just vote for anyone with an R after their name. Doesn't even matter yep. whether that person is competent, whether that Give person even knows that he's running competent. for Senate. You know what I mean? I mean, Herschel Walker's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm running for the House 
because the house is evenly divided. So, you know, committee assignments, uh, subpoena power. I don't think he said subpoena power, by the way. I'm just paraphrasing. But he, he yeah, he blurted the before right before the election that he was running for the house, which he's not, obviously. No, right. That's so that's maybe a little bit of a prerequisite. You want to have a candidate who knows Nothing. which chamber he's running for. What, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What, what uh, continent uh, he's on? <laughs> amazing. So I mean, look, this this um, this does go also. You know, big news that broke today was Kirsten Cinema, right? Who's switched to an independent. Uh, that it kind of took. I feel like it was. It kind of took the wind a bit out of of the um, Warlock victory, because that was you know that was a big moment, right? That Democrats have fifty one um, seats in the Senate now. That's a that's a serious majority. Not a serious majority, but it's a majority. And I feel I think Biden is the first president in almost a hundred years to um since the at least since the nineteen thirties, uh, to have in his first term um kept hold of the Senate in the midterms. Not just that, that he didn't lose any seats. Right. Not just he didn't lose seat. a Senate, he didn't lose a Senate, a Senate seat at all. Right. Right, right, right. So this it's it's pretty big news, but then Kirsten Cinema goes and declares herself an independent. Yeah, and I know exactly why. (laughs) What's your theory Uh, on this, Bob? Well, here's what's going on with her. She knows she can't win a Democratic primary. Ruben Gallego would destroy her in in the 24 Democratic primary in Arizona. So the only way that she can get reelected is if she registers as an independent. Mm. And that way, she doesn't have to run a primary campaign. That way, she just goes right to the general election, and the Democrats aren't stupid enough to run a Democrat against her, split the Democratic vote, and lose to probably Carrie Lake or whatever fucking red hat nutbag runs for Senate uh, on the Republican side. So this was completely strategic as far as an eye on 2024. Mm. And so that's what that's all about. It's an end around. Because, she, you know, she again, she knows the Democrats are not going to run against her in the general election. It's just not going to happen. So she's an independent. And you know what it could end up being that after she wins in 2024 reelection, if she does. And that's another question uh, that she would then switch back to being a Democrat. I mean, who the fuck knows? She's just a, like a chaos agent at this point in it for herself and it for her attention. And so this move is a direct consequence of her being an ongoing fly in the ointment. Uh, look at me, look at me, fly in the ointment. Now, as far as the general election, you know, an independent Kirsten Cinema versus a Republican Carrie Lake, let's say, for example, uh, I don't think Democrats are putting her over the top in that election because mm. she's already depressed Democratic enthusiasm for her. I can't imagine a more hated Democrat, at least on the Senate side, than mm. Kirsten Cinema. So if you're an Arizona Democrat, are you going to be enthusiastically campaigning for Kirsten Cinema in 2024? No. So mm. she's kind of screwed and she's kind of screwed the Democrats as well. So this increases the likelihood that a, a fucked in the head Republican is going to win uh, that Senate seat in 24. So yeah. there it is. Yeah. She just Senate screwed Kirsten. us all. Yeah, thanks, Kirsten. That that's mm-hmm. right. Your reading of it is is I would say yeah, that's kind of close to what I've I've been thinking. And yeah, it's I don't think it bodes well for the Democrats going yeah. forward. I think yeah. it's quite bad news. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I think that 
right now, I mean, look, she's not going to caucus with the Republicans, right? She's not going to um, uh, vote with them on, on many yeah. issues. So There's at least good. that. I mean, that's good. I, you know, it, it could have been much, much worse. Yes. We still have her vote. We still have the 51 seat majority because she has announced that she'll caucus with the Democrats. So she joins Bernie Sanders and Angus King on that front. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I do, I, I'm I'm a sort of short term thinker right now in terms of politics um, in that the biggest threat to democracy is Donald Trump. Um, And I do think that after 2024, I think that that will be the end of him. He won't win in 2024. I think he'll be the nominee. I think he's going to get smashed. And uh, I, I can deal with, you know, a potentially Republican-led Senate if there is no threat of Donald Trump anymore, right? It's kind of like, you know, in the 2020 election when the Democrat, when it was, are we going to, you know, are they going to take the Senate or not? And um, everybody was depressed about, you know, whether the Democrats were going to keep the Senate because there was the Georgia runoff and people were like, oh, this is terrible. We're going to lose and we're not going to have control of the Senate. And my feeling was, look, the most important thing is that we've got Trump out of office. That's the most important thing is getting that guy out. If you don't take the Senate, yes, it kind of stifles his agenda, Biden's agenda, but at least you don't have a madman controlling the government, right? So take your victories where you can get them. Um, and it so happened that the Democrats then did win, that Warnock did win the runoff in Georgia um, in 2020. So that was, that was obviously great. But, you know, look, so this, obviously the news with Kirsten Sinemos, um becoming an independent is not great, but eyes on the prize, everybody. Um, things are quite good. The Democrats basically do have control of the Senate. They can, they can, they can stifle anything the House comes up with, any crazy shit that comes out of the House. Um, and they're going to be able to push through a whole lot of judges way, way faster. And they were yeah. already pushing them through really fast. Like Republicans yeah. were slowing it down, and they're not going to be able to slow it down anymore. Which means Biden's going to get there's an eight there's eighty three seats in the, the judiciary open right now. Yeah, and these they're going to fill those up by summertime. Yeah, well, and also the, even those. bigger than that, if uh, if perchance Clarence Thomas drops dead of a heart attack or something like that, heaven forbid. Heaven uh, forbid. <laughs> The Democrats will have enough votes to confirm a replacement Supreme Court justice without having to genuflect before Mitch McConnell. And that's always good news. Again, the the question just remains, is Kirsten Sinema going to be a dickhead about all of it? And that's always an open question mark. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that I, that's driving me nuts. I just go back to her for just a second that uh, in this day and age, we are all, especially those of us who follow politics, we are all constantly on edge. This is not a good way to live. Con- no. Being in that, you know, just existential fear mode. You know what I mean? Mm. Whenever someone like Elon Musk or Kirsten Sinema or Donald Trump comes in and makes things more chaotic, I have a real, like, serious, hardcore resentment and hatred of that kind of behavior. I think that's kind of the centerpiece of what pisses me off most about Elon Musk. It's Mm. just he's coming in and just, oh, let's stir things up. It's like Glenn Greenwald's been writing about that for years. Oh, I got to turn over the left-right paradigm in this country. 
Yeah. At what expense? I mean, you can't destabilize things like that. People start to go bananas and, and we've already seen that. Just yeah. scroll through all of the Karen videos on Twitter. <laughs> you see it all over the place is people are going crazy and not feeling like they're on firm footing. And that's a bad place to be. So anyone who's exacerbating that can go fuck themselves. Yeah, hey, hey, I, I, I completely agree with that. Yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, and Curtis Cinema, again, it's like, you know, thank you. We really appreciate that. We really appreciate you making the, this whole thing even more chaotic. Um, yeah. So, no, I, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, so, look, well, m- moving on, um, let's, uh, Brittany Griner's release. This was great news. This is really, really good news. I didn't see this one coming. I obviously thought that the Biden administration was engaged in very, very high level talks with, you know, the Russian government, with the Kremlin on, uh, you know, through whatever diplomatic channels they have left. But that was quite a stunning turnaround where it looked pretty hopeless. I think Griner had just been sent. She'd been sent to a penal colony, uh, which (laughs) you do not want to be in a Russian penal colony. No, Uh, no, it's yeah, really no good. So <clears throat> the Biden administration did a deal. Uh, was the deal a good deal? It's hard to say whether the, whether it was a good deal or not. His name is Victor Bout, the Merchant of Death. Yeah, so this is the one of... they made the movie Lord of War about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the inspiration for the 2005 Nicolas Cage film Lord of War. So they did this deal, right? They did this deal with the Kremlin. Apparently the Kremlin said it's this or nothing. Um, so the Biden administration took the deal. I, yeah. I agree with, I, I wholeheartedly agree with, with that. That was a very sensitive, a very, very sensitive um, uh, topic. Like this poor woman was, I mean, that, that, she's a very a high profile athlete, um, you know, star basketball player. Um stuck in Russia during a war against while well, there's a global conflict going on. I mean, this is really, really bad news. Uh, very- and I assure you, Victor Bout, we'll be keeping an eye on that guy. So yeah, he tries like, to. It's not like, uh, it's not like he's going to be able to run around the world with the unfettered. <laughs> like if he steps right. outside of Russia, he's going to get a bullet in his head. Exactly right. Or he's going to be arrested again. And so yeah. it's it just it's, any anyone who's screaming, oh, my God, now Victor Bout is loose has no idea how international law enforcement works or the FBI or, you know, any sort of other European agency or what have you, who might have vested interest in making sure this guy doesn't uh, start uh, doing his old business again. So it is nonsense. And to hear Republicans screaming about this deal as though it's the worst deal ever uh, I present to you Donald Trump releasing 5,000 Taliban fighters as one of his amazing deals. Uh, no, that worked is, out so well. <laughs> no kidding. Because, yeah, they're probably all uh, they were probably all surrounding that airfield when the uh, when the evacuation took place. So I mean, it was pretty dramatic. It was pretty dramatic. It was a pretty, pretty dramatic footage of Grana being released and walking yeah. past out as well. I mean, it's pretty amazing um, that this happened. And I think that, you know, look, like credit to the Biden administration for for for, for doing this. Uh, I, you know, um, 
I think that uh, that's a huge diplomatic victory for the Biden administration. Of course, Republicans are mad about that. That goes into my both sides pick this week, by the way, uh, with some of the right wing reactions to that. But I'll, you know, the the White House was was grilled, um, you know, was, was being grilled by Republicans uh, about uh, Griner's release, saying that you know it wasn't a good deal, and it's like, guys, okay, you do better, right? You come up with. You try to negotiate with a, an essentially an enemy state during a war, during an almost global conflict, um, and, and to get an American release. But they acted like Brittany Griner wasn't an American, right? Well, I mean, she is a black woman and she's gay. Is she really an American in Trump's America? Right. Come on. And I, I feel like that's the issue. That's the issue. Uh, there was who was it? Uh, Steve D- with D- Steve Ducey. Got into it with Corinne uh, 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 Jean Pierre. Uh, Ducey said, "Is this prisoner swap? Why did Russia get such a better deal?" Jean Pierre replied, "She said, here were our choices. Our choices were Britney or no one at all. Bring her an American or no American at all." And Ducey interrupted and said, "And they gave up a professional athlete. We gave up a prolific arms dealer who is convicted of trying to, trying to kill Americans, who is called the Merchant of Death." Um, Jean-Pierre replied, the professional athlete is also an American citizen. So let's not forget that. But of mm-hmm. course, they want, conservatives want that not to be the, obviously, black women, um, not an American, as you say, Justin. Uh, so well, that, I mean, all right. So they're screaming about the, um, the, the ex-Marine, right? They're saying, oh, you left, you left one of our troops there, right? But let, let's, let's dial back to 2014 when we traded five Taliban leaders for um, Bo Bergdahl, if yeah. I'm pronouncing his name correctly, right? He was a soldier. He was an army soldier who had deserted his post and got captured. And we swapped five. And these guys, I mean, they're not merchants of death, right? They're, they're, they're five Taliban guys. And the reaction was exactly the same. The right lost their fucking minds. And this was, a, this was an active serviceman. He was act. He was in the army. Yeah, he deserted. But this guy, the the marine that's um being held right now, whose name I do not have right in front of me, uh, he was he was dishon- Yeah, he was dishonorably discharged, and he was arrested as an active spy for the UK. The UK said he was a spy. Now, mm. none of that makes a difference. He's still an American. Well, he's also a UK citizen. But either way, one of us should be trying to get him back. But they screamed bloody murder over us trading five Taliban for Bo Bergdahl. And it was the same thing. So it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't matter if it was a, if it was an active service person, if it was a black athlete, as long as a Democrat does it, they're going to scream that it was the worst trade Mm -hmm. ever. And how dare you, if Trump had done it, it would have been the most brilliant diplomatic success of all time. My God, the man was a genius. Mm-hmm. As long as a Democrat did it, though, it's the worst thing ever. So it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, they're really they're, they're mad that it was a black woman, but it could have been a blonde haired blue eyed little girl and they would still be complaining because a Democrat did it. Yeah, interesting. Uh, right. Uh, this is uh, one of those situations where I'm glad that it was announced who the uh, swap was for even as victor bowed because mm. if it if joe biden had negotiated to just release britney griner and there was no quid pro quo and all of that mm. 
then the Republicans would have made up the quid pro quo and it would have been far worse than the reality of Victor Bout. It would have been some deal that involved uh, China and God only knows some Jewish space lasers. (laughs) All varieties of madness would have been the other side of the tit for tat. You see what I mean? So Mm. the fact that it was Victor Bout is probably the lesser of two evils Mm. (laughs) when, when it comes to the Republican reaction. So there it is. Yes, yes. I, I, you know, but you can, you can always count on these guys. You can always count on them to do the most un-American, you know, was it Marjorie Taylor Greene was calling for Biden's impeachment over this. Uh, So to me, I just think that if you're, that means you're anti-American. If you don't want Brittany Grimes to be released, you hate America. That's, that's my, those are my thoughts on it. And I think a lot of these people hate America. They really do. They do. Yeah. They, they, they hate they, America. They despise it. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to move on to the both side segment because my both side segment is related to this. Uh, and this was our good friend, Tucker Carlson. And uh, hmm. so this is uh, reported on Mediaite by old banter contributor Mike Luciano. Mike Luciano writes, Tucker Carlson claimed President Joe Biden sought the release of Brittany Griner from Russian custody instead of Paul Whelan because Griner is a black lesbian. On Thursday, Biden secured the release of Griner, who was detained in February for possessing less than half a gram of hash oil. In return, the U.S. released arms dealer Victor Bout, whom the U.S. convicted in 2011 of conspiring to kill Americans. Conservatives have criticized the swap for being lopsided. Some of them have pointed to Griner's past comments criticizing the United States. Whelan, meanwhile, is a former Marine who has been detained in Russia since 2018. He is currently serving a 16-year prison sentence for allegedly spying. Carlson noted on his show Thursday night that NBC News originally reported that Russia gave Biden a choice of freeing either Griner or Whelan in exchange for Bout. Quote, the Kremlin gave the White House the choice of either Griner or Whelan or none, the initial reporting stated, stated, citing a senior U.S. official. Carlson observed the original report was changed to state that Russia gave Biden, quote, the choice of either Griner or no one, end quote. The Fox News host insisted NBC's initial reporting was correct and then basically claimed that Biden declined to take William because he's a white man. Wow. Why'd they make that choice, Tucker Carlson asked. <laughs> well, you should know that Whelan is a Trump voter and he made the mistake of saying so on social media. He's paying the price for that now. Brittany Griner is not. She's got very different politics. Carlson then cited comments from Griner made critical of the country. Um, so there we go. <clears throat> Donald, uh, you know, Donald Trump could have gotten Whelan out. <laughs> He didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah he of, didn't. Of, of course, of, and, he, and he didn't, right? Nope. Um, Carlson, claimed, Carlson claimed that Jean, Jean-Pierre stated that being black and a lesbian are essential qualifications for a prisoner swap. That's what Carlson said. So there's a, Joe Biden's press secretary telling you that Brittany Griner is more important because she's a lesbian woman of color, Carlson said. Um, before noting that Jean-Pierre is also a lesbian and a woman of color. <laughs> there we go. This is, yes... This is the kind of anti-American hatred uh, and race baiting that you see on the right. This is Tucker Carlson, right? You do not see this kind of disgusting behavior. This is racist and anti-American, in my opinion, from Tucker Carlson. And yeah, yeah, that's his entire brand, <laughs> right? Uh, criticizing America as well is is like the, these guys keep banging on about the First Amendment, right? over the Twitter files, First Amendment rights, First Amendment rights. 
Um, the First Amendment rights include your ability to criticise the government, to criticise your own country. So if Brittany Griner has something bad to say about America, she's actually being very American by criticising her government, right, or criticising American culture. Yeah, but only the right's allowed to criticise America. When the left does it, they're, they're evil, terrible people who should, be, who should leave the country. Yeah. yeah, notice when Donald Trump threatens to terminate the Constitution, right, which he's entitled to say that. Like, I support Donald Trump's right to say that he wants to terminate the Constitution, right? He has that right to say that. He has the First Amendment rights as protected. He can say whatever the fuck he wants, right? Um, but please don't tell me. Please don't tell me that that's not criticizing the government, that that's, uh, not, that's not un-American, that's not anti-American. That is. Of course mm-hmm. it is. It's like it goes to the heart of American democracy. He wants to terminate American democracy. Right, Brittany Griner, you know, is a you know she speaks out about racism against black people. That's apparently un- that that won't do. But you can threaten to terminate the constitution. That's fine. Well, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Well, all right. Well, mine ties into Trump with the terminating because I got Paul Gosar and Carrie Lake, both who agree with Donald Trump that we should also terminate the uh, the the constitution. Paul Gosar. Um, tweeted that I support and agree with the former president. Unprecedented fraud requires unprecedented cure. While Carrie Lake um, went on and she was on some show or another, and she said, I agree with him on that. Can you imagine our founding fathers, what they went through to help bring about this great nation, seeing what happened in 2020 and really seeing what's happening now in 2022, just saying, okay, well, I guess it didn't go my way. I, I guess they cheated. Well, we know they rigged the elections and they put in a bumbling fool who didn't even have who doesn't even have the mental capacity to run this country. Okay, just get over it. So both of them are agreeing with Trump and just calling for the violent overthrow of American democracy because sure, why not? That's the thing that should happen. And I would like to point out that after 2016, when everyone on the left was pretty sure that something really fishy had happened and Trump was not the legitimate president. We didn't call for the violent overthrow of the country. That's not a thing that happened. And yet, here we are. This is what the right does when they lose. Yeah, both mm-hmm. sides, right? Both, both sides. sides. Just as, both sides are just as bad, right? You, you, prominent Republican politicians calling to overthrow the government, terminate the Constitution. Um, yeah, you see that on the left, right? Yeah, Nancy Pelosi was talking about that the other week, right? And, and, uh, how she wants to end the constitution and uh, kick them all out. Ridiculous. Bob, your, your pick this week. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, Trump supporting domestic terrorists who are attacking uh, substations. Uh, there was the, the one uh, attack in North Carolina that knocked out power. I think it was Moore County. Is that what it was? Yeah, uh, but there was one that uh, isn't getting as much press. This happened back in November, I believe, where there were six attacks at electricity substations in both Washington and Oregon, including two at the Puget Sound Energy substations. And those were reported to the FBI in recent weeks. Uh, so these attacks happen in November. The FBI uh, hasn't confirmed it's investigating the attacks, but the utility companies say they're uh, cooperating with a federal investigation. So it looks like the FBI is investigating these things. Plus, there was uh, 11 people 
these are young people with their neck beards <laughs> arrested <laughs> casing the sewer system underneath uh, a public Christ. waterworks facility in oh uh, Minnesota, the Burlington Northern Santa Fe Rail Yard and Public uh, Works Water Facility. So chances are these people were looking for weaknesses, some way to exploit that those uh, storm sewers or whatever they were underneath that particular facility. So this is, I think what we're seeing here is how, you know, and I hesitate to use the term civil war, but if, if there is some form of political civil war in this country, this is how it manifests itself with these little pockets of terrorism, the terrorist mm-hmm. attacks, uh, violence against uh, whether it's uh, federal buildings or, uh, these sorts of things, infrastructure, uh, that's the way it's going to manifest itself. In addition to what I believe, and this is not on the same path as, uh, you know, attacking electricity substations, but I believe a lot of Republican uh, members of Congress are concerned about being assassinated by Trump supporters, which is one of the reasons why they're more or less staying away from condemning Donald Trump by name. So uh, just want to throw that into the mix. This is the domestic terrorism not happening on the left, obviously. And so this is one of the things. Antifa, Antifa, Antifa. Antifa, yes, I forgot about Antifa, which doesn't exist, apparently. (laughs) There has been no proof that Antifa is even a thing. Bob, those are the guys that stormed the Capitol, right? Mm -hmm. You're buying into the mainstream media narrative. Forgot. About, about the the the, uh, the anti-white, anti-Trump supporter, yeah, um, woke agenda, right? Siding with the globalists, as yeah, I always do. Yeah, yeah. This is it was Antifa. It was it was a psyop. <laughs> it was orchestrated by the Biden administration that wasn't yep. actually in office at the time, um, and the deep state. To I can't believe you're buying this, Bob. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I've lost. Hey, I, I live in the same neighborhood as the Department of Energy. I mean, there might even be like, do you think they're opening up portals into another dimension like Stranger Things? I mean, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Well, you, you've got to. Ch- I, I mean, if the, are there a lot of Jews in your neighborhood? Yes. No, actually, no. But yeah, but I'll say yes for the purposes they of do this spa- joke. Well, yeah. they do space lasers and they do portals <laughs> to um, right. they do portals to other dimensions. Yes. Well, so make sure to portals. arm yourself with your vinegar spritzers. So if you see chemtrails overhead, just start spritzing the vinegar. Apparently, that makes the chemtrails disappear. That's what I was. Oh, that's what I learned. See, there you from go. Conspiracy theorists. Yes. Better than tinfoil hats. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> By the way, that's uh, a real. I'm not making that up. That was a real thing that you can disperse chemtrails by using by spraying vinegar from the ground you can hit a chemtrail that's 30,000 feet in the air so what about what about the space science. lasers is there any science there, what is there any good science <laughs> on how to get rid of the um the space lasers jewish wear space mirror, lasers wear yeah. mirrors on your head oh yeah you know how you get rid of the jewish space lasers you, you overpay for something but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> listen. Terrible joke. To all our audience, to all our audience, I want you to never, never, never say that we don't give you practical tips on the Banter Roundtable podcast. <laughs> never say exactly. this is like a public service. Like this is what we do here. <laughs> right? This is what we that do. Was- Satire. I was doing satire. I was making fun of <laughs> Republican anti-Semitism. That's yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, Bob, you, you, it's a psyop. <laughs> I'm just, um, a, yeah, well, you just, you discovered, Bob I'm a, just Bob a raging is a psyop, yeah. yeah. Bob, Bob is a psyop. Um, <laughs> so, so listen, everybody, we're gonna, <laughs> I pr- appreciate you listening. We're going to head into the members only section where we're going to be discussing the second Twitter files dump, two dumps. Um, <laughs> I like saying that. that yeah, definitely Matt a dump. Matt, from quote unquote independent journalist Matt Tybee and, and uh, Barry Weiss. Both of whom are not independent at all, but that's um, we're going to be talking about that in the members only section and why this story is utter utter bullshit. This is one of the mm-hmm. biggest Elon Musk driven conspiracy theories. It's a conspiracy theory, in my opinion. I'm going to go. I'll explain why. <laughs> it's not I, even that. It's 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 it, the whole thing is unbelievably stupid and destabilizing, uh, and, and sadly, we 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 it needs to be dismantled um so that's what we're going to do we're going to head into the members only section please come and join us there get a free trial get a free trial for two months you can come and join us right there uh then you get access to all lovely perks for banter members including the members only podcast on all members only articles and chats um we'd love to have you there your support is really really appreciated thank you all for listening and we'll see you next week later